Hi there. We have a favor to ask. If you're enjoying the DLC Live podcast and you're listening on a platform that lets you leave a rating or a review, leave us a five-star rating. Maybe take a minute to write a quick review. It really helps, and we really appreciate it. Now let's get on with the show. Welcome to DLC Live, your source for educational and inspirational interviews with mental health experts and advocates from around the world. Now, here's your host, creator of the DLC Anxiety Worldwide Mental Health Community, Dean Stott. Hi, Latonya. Thank you so much Hello. for coming on to the live and speaking to the community. Yeah, thanks for having me, Dean. Uh, you are more than welcome. Um, Latonya, if you can just give us a brief introduction just about yourself um, and just your journey um, and obviously the work you do as a business coach, um, just to, so everyone um, is on the same page and knows um, everything that you do uh, for this wonderful community. Yeah, so uh, I'm Latanya and I am a executive and leadership coach. And I work with a lot of uh, executive teams to create cultures of belonging so people can belong at work regardless of who they are, regardless. I know a lot of you in this community may have some um, mental challenges. And so you would, you would belong at work with those challenges. Um, and so that's what I do a lot of work around is like people can show up and bring their entire selves to work. I also recently wrote a book called Leading Below the Surface, How to Build Real and Psychologically Safe Relationships with People Who Are Different From You. And so the book is all about that, like, how can you build relationships with people who are different from you? But it's also a book that helps people navigate uh, their careers in a way that feels safe and in a way that feels fulfilling. And as Dean said, there's a lot of that concern going on right now. And so um, this book has been helpful for folks that are kind of navigating this as well. That's fantastic. And for people who might not be aware of what a business coach uh, entails. If you can just let us know um, what, what your day-to-day -day job would be and um, how it looks uh, with people going back, obviously, into the workplace after, after the lockdowns. Um, what challenges are you seeing arise um, with, obviously, everyone being secluded in their own homes and now trying to get back to this reality? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard because I think... Um, as far as people returning back to the office, it's, um, you, it's all over the map. Like I have uh, some companies that have brought us in because people returned very quickly and they didn't really have a choice. And those organizations weren't really talking to their employees before they sent them back to the office. So we've had extremities like that all the mm -hmm. way to some people are saying, okay, we're just gonna allow people to work from home and that's fine. Um, some people have anxiety working from home, right? Uh, some people have anxiety going to work. So it's, it's, it's all over the map, but I will say that most of the places that, or most of the companies that I've been working with, they went back and a lot of employees um, weren't really ready yet, um, but they're the kinds of businesses where I think a lot of the leaders were having a hard time deciding because they have a lot of in-person kind of things going on. So they felt like they didn't have a choice. And so mm -hmm. that's what I'm seeing all over the map. Yeah. And regarding, um, obviously, your, what would your main goals be um, as a business coach? What, what sort of strategies do you put in place 
on a day-to-day basis. So do you liaise more with the management or are you liaising more with the employees looking for a more healthier uh, workplace? Yeah, so I do a little bit of both. I think, uh, first off, like I said, I think I, I try to help organizations so they can figure out healthy ways to bring their employees back to work, ways that, you know, actually feel healthy to the employees where they can still be productive. I also work with a lot of employees, um, you know, especially leaders um, here in the U.S. We're having, we're experiencing what they're calling the great resignation. So people are losing, or they're leaving their jobs in very large numbers right now because they're not happy with how their organizations have handled things over the last year. Some of them are seeking more meaning in, in their work. And there, I mean, there's a, a lot of different reasons, but a lot of people right now are wanting to kind of create their own work environment and have an environment where they could flourish and feel comfortable. And again, feel mentally healthy at work. And regarding the employees, do you, do you work with them on a, on a one-to-one basis or would you do like group sessions mm-hmm. with them just regarding obviously um, anxiety and mental health and just, just the promotion of good mental health in the workplace? And also what, what things um, arise uh, in the workplace do you see regarding mental health and anxiety? Is there any main things uh, that crop up from time to time? is the guest signal let's have a look yes i think she's gone (laughs) um so we'll try and get the um latonia back on um i think her signal uh, was playing up um while we're waiting for latonia to come back uh, to speak about um obviously going back into the workplace and the issues that can arise with being in a pandemic and then trying to get back into a workplace. We're all used to it. It took us so long to get back to, uh, to get into this reality of uh, being in a lockdown. And then we're being told that we need to go back to our old routine. Now we know that these changes of routine can really um, conjure up anxiety. Um, so it's always always good to hear from a business coach who's dealing this uh, with this with businesses, helping them uh, provide a um, a more flourishing uh, workplace. So let's see if we can get the guest back on. Hey, Latonia, I think we lost you due to the signal, but the signal's looking good there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what happened there. I was hearing you talk and I wasn't sure if it was real time or not. So I'm back, everybody. So here we go. Fantastic. Yeah, I was just speaking to the guys um, just regarding, obviously, creating. I, I was just seeing some of the comments there and people are saying, well, this is our new normal. Um, maybe we're just we're meant to be anxious going back into work. Um, what, what would you say directly to the people that may be struggling with, obviously it's taken them so long to get used to this routine of working from home and now we've got employers and employees um, asking people to come back, uh, knowing that that can create anxiety. Is there any, any things that you would put in place uh, to help these people? 
Yeah, so there's a couple of things that I would say. I think number one, um, try to find a way to, to have alternate arrangements with your boss. So um, if you have to go back to the office and you're feeling really anxious, there's not to say that you can't have a couple days of, of work from home. So mm -hmm. try to ask and negotiate. Um, also, on your first, in your first couple of weeks back, take a lot of breaks and, and tell your tell your boss that you're going to do that. Like, kind of um, work out the expectations with them about when you're going to be in the office, when you're going to be out of the office. Take a lot of breaks because, again, it's a lot to go back um, when you haven't been in for quite a while. I think the third thing is um, don't give up and continue to push your workplace to to adopt like a, a hybrid environment again where um, there's days that the team can go in and those days that the team can stay home or that you can stay home uh, again I, I, there's a lot of organizations that are doing that um, I think a lot of them are slow to do it because they don't know how to do it and they panic and they think they don't have the technology to do it but they do and so I tell them that a lot you do have the technology to do it so again um, create those boundaries number one number two try to continue to ask for work from home days. And number three, um, be in it for the long haul and see what you can change about the organization for a hybrid work environment. What would your um, advice be um, for some em um, employees who unfortunately don't have an employer who is uh, willing to work with them on that basis? So like you say, they, they might be able to um, address that they need to put these boundaries in place, but then they've got an employer who's... Um, who wants them in the office and isn't really taking their mental health into account because unfortunately we know that there is some businesses like this. Um, what advice would you have for them people? Yeah, you know, and I'm going to tell you again, like I, I had said in the, in the United States, we're going through something that we're calling people. A lot of people are calling the great resignation and people are leaving their jobs at alarming rates here. Um, and I think if that's something, again, if, if you want to work from home, and you want to be someone that has flexibility in your schedule and your job is just not having it, there's plenty of jobs out there. I'm not going to tell you to stay there. Even if you love your job, um, there are other things that you can do. There are other companies you can work for. I mean, even if you're like a nurse or something, of course, you're going to need to be in person. But if you're someone that even if you're vaccinated and you want to be, some people just want to be at home. Some people have gotten used to mm. being able to control their own schedule. And so I want to uh, encourage all of you and empower all of you to look for another job. I mean, there are jobs out there and you don't need to go back, you know, decades um, going into the office every day. If you feel like, especially if you feel like you move forward in your life and you feel like you've balanced your life. Like I'm hearing from a lot of clients, I balanced my life in ways I've never been able to do. I'm happier in ways I've, 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 I've never been because I've been able to kind of call where I work and when I work. And so if that's what you're experiencing, you can find that. And you, you have to have the confidence to do that. And I promise you it's out there and that everybody here can do it if they want to. No, it's a great point you make because um, we, get, we get that question a lot, which is um, what should I do if I'm feeling anxious while going to my work? Because obviously we know a lot of people, they spend a lot of time in the workplace. And if they're getting anxious and triggered by the workplace, then that's going to be... Um, the people are going to be anxious for a long time. So we often get people asking, 
is it is it right that because the jobs are creating anxiety to look for new employment now from what you've said i think you said that 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 may be a healthy thing to do yeah looking for another job is that yeah yes 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 so i love that dean because a lot of times again we I think we think that we're not as good as we actually are, right? Like we're probably, we're gonna be fine. I think that there's been so much over the last year and some people were like, gosh, I just don't wanna make another change. Or, you know, if I, if I try to look for a job, it's just gonna take up all my time. But just imagine, I mean, you're, you're actually um, choosing like misery over finding something new, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I, I think that for every company out there that says, wow, everybody needs to be in the office every day, there's another company that's like, okay, we're going to work with our employees and we're going to figure out something that works because we want to attract the best people. And so you can find that ladder. Um, <laughs> other people can settle with the, the former because some people, again, some people want to be in the office. Some people don't like their home environments or they have a lot of distractions at home. And so again, if that's something that you want, you can do it. And I strongly encourage that, that you look for a job and you don't have to do it by yourself. Um, just obviously in your profession, what sort of percentage have you seen just in obviously the cases that you deal with of people actively wanting to go back into the office opposed to people uh, being um, just being happy with this new normal of working from home? Yeah, so I'm finding that most of the people that I work with um, want to choose. So um, right. They want to choose. They don't, some of them, usually they want to work a couple days from work or from, from the office. Um, but they want to choose when they do that. They like that camaraderie. They, but they want to know, like, again, if, if it's going to be, I'm going to go in on Wednesday, my entire team's going in. Then I'm going to go on on a Friday because we have a happy hour or whatever. People want to do that. Like they want to, but they want to say that that's what they want to do. Um, I also do get people um, that want to work 100% remotely. Um, that's a whole different kind of job. And so you, you have to look for that. Um, you know, I think a lot of folks, like when they work 100% remotely, some people say they work too much. And mm. so they like to get, they like to go out. They like to go um, have meetings outside of the house. So it's really um, up to you. But I, like I said, I'm seeing that the biggest thing is people want to choose. And you, you can find an employer that lets you choose. And yeah, a lot of them won't just let you say, oh, these are the days, but you can work with your team and you can all have different days that you work from home. And then you could plan your whole week around that every single week. Mm, no, that's a really good point. And just look, obviously people who may be told that the, the like you say, now the new norm is working from home because the business sees it as a cost-effective method going forward. Um, just obviously with us being social creatures and a lot of people benefiting from working in the office, is there any steps or things that people can implement to help them um, from, because obviously they've gone from this office environment of being with the work colleagues on a daily basis to obviously in the home office. Is there any things or tips that you would you'd give someone um, to, to like help them in this situation? Yeah, so you mean people that are just, sorry, can you repeat the question one more time? Yeah, so basically people who are used to being in the office, they're used to this social interaction, okay. and now they're being told that they have to work from yes. home. Yes, yes. yes. Again, again, yeah, I, I think, again, it's, uh, 
everybody has different things that they want to do or different ways that they like to work. And so if you're someone like that, you can find environments where you can, you know, join a co-working space, right? Or you can um, work with your team to, to have a co-working space just for your team. So you're not sitting there by yourself doing the work. But again, it goes back so to- So have you seen co-working spaces be, um, be positive for mental health? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, uh, you're in a space that's very affirming. Like everybody is there to kind of socialize. Everybody's there to kind of get out of the house. Everyone's there for noise and to, to be around like creativity. So yes, um, and it's really good. Like a lot of what I'm seeing now is even teams, like individual teams in larger companies will join co-working spaces for themselves. Right. And they can so the team in. would all go together. Yeah, yeah. So the team right. would go together or the team would maybe have days that they work from there, especially if you work for a, a larger company and they're going to go remote, your team might invest the, the money to be able to work in a co-working space, especially for those people that are social. Um, co-working spaces, I mean, you can go in and just have a coffee with anyone at any mm. point of the day. I mean, it's pretty easy to do that. And I think for a lot of you, I want a lot, what I want all of you to do right now that are listening is kind of jot down, how do you want to work? Like, think about, like, again, jot down, how do you want to work? I mean, do you want it to be um, in an office? Do you want it to be remotely? Do you want it to be a mix? Do you just want to be able to choose? But think about how you want to work and be honest with yourself. Because again, we are coming to a turning point in history where you're going to be able to find somewhere to work that suits your style, that suits how much you want to be in the office, that suits whether or not you want to be at home. All of this is possible. This was not possible mm -hmm. five years ago. This is the norm. And the companies that don't do it are the companies that are going to have a really hard time finding talent. Now, yeah, that's a really good point to make that um, from this horrible, obviously, situation that we've been in, that now we do, a lot of people do get the, the choice. And like you say, a lot of people want the choice um, to be able to decide, well, maybe working from homes for me or maybe a split for me. And now, like you say, in, in no point in, in my lifetime anyway have we been able to have that choice. So to have that choice is a positive in a, in a way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really that I, I think you feel really empowered when you can say, um, hey, I can work from home a few days a week or every day and I could get my work done. I think it's very demoralizing and that's, what, that's why a lot of people are looking because they feel like, when they're being told they have to be in the office, it's almost like someone's keeping watch on them and that they don't trust them to do the right thing at home. So again, if an employer is trusting you to choose, you are gonna be more likely to stay there longer. You're gonna be more likely to do your best work. You're gonna be more likely to you know, connect better with the environment and the colleagues and your colleagues. So yeah, I mean, it's just, again, I mean, think about that. It's like, when someone's making the decisions for you, you're not happy about it. And again, it's like this whole antiquated mindset of like, well, if you're not in front of me, you're not working. That doesn't, that's not true. Um, again, a lot of us were working more. Yeah, no, that's a really good point to make. And um, what advice would you get? I'm just trying to think of some of the questions that came in. What advice would you get? So I've got um, had some questions. I had this question asked a lot, actually, is people who are now working from home because of the pandemic, but they're struggling to find 
that work routine, work routine that they would have with, like you say, that the managers, the um, structuring the day. Is there any advice um, that you give to someone who's working from home on how to structure the day to make it feel more like the office environment? Um, because obviously we know if we're working from home and sometimes we can we can have a lie-in or something and mm. not work the scheduled hours as we would in an office. Is there any ways we can counteract that? Yeah, so this is a, that's a really good question. Um, and it was something that um, I had to adjust to and a lot of my clients had to adjust to as well. But, um, you know, try to get up and like at like early in the morning at, when you usually would, like if you were going to go to the office, get up at that time mm-hmm. and, you know, have your regular morning routine, right? Like my regular morning routine is out of the house. I go to the gym every single morning and that helps me kind of get into a space. And at the gym, I'm interacting with people. So that helps me kind of be able to be alone on a computer for the rest of the day. Okay. Um, the next thing that I do is the next thing I recommend is that you take breaks. And we don't do this well. Um, And that's why, again, that's why people work from home more. But have those breaks scheduled in your day. Like, for example, if you go to the office, you're going to go to lunch, right, in the middle of the day. You might go Mm -hmm. to lunch with people or you might eat by yourself, but you're still going to go somewhere. So try to schedule breaks away from your desk. Like, do something. Even if you go in the living room and, like, you know, read a book or, you know, watch something, um, but just do something different that's not at your desk. Go on a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, but having those breaks and, and another thing, the last thing I'll say is um, have check-ins with your team. So like, again, if we're in the office, we're probably going to you know be walking down the hall. We're going to see people in the corridor, be able to talk to them. But you don't have that at home. So you have to be very intentional about that. So you could you could either do those over Zoom or what I like to do is do lunches um, and meet up with people in person. Um, you don't have to be in the same office. You can still go to lunch with them and yeah. meet up at a coffee shop or somewhere. And sometimes we don't think about that stuff, but you can still do that, especially um, if you're in the same city with some people. So those are a few ideas of how to structure your day. Yeah, I had um, one of my friends um, here I work with. Um, he said that what helps him is I've heard, I've heard a few things. I've heard people saying that they get dressed into the work uniform mm-hmm. and then go to the go to the workspace as if it was the office, and they feel that just getting dressed into something smart um, really helps them focus. Um, and I've also had a friend who said that he he'll take breaks, just like you said, um, and he'll go to the coffee shop, but but sometimes do work within the coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, you could even you could even meet up with someone there. Um, I love the idea of getting up and putting on a work. Yeah, every day. I mean, if you're gonna if you take a shower before you go to the office, take a shower before you start working at home. I mean, it's yeah. no different. And yeah, yeah um, if you have a meeting at the coffee shop, yeah, I like to stay. And it's it's just nice to be around people. Again, as you said, Dean, humans are social creatures, and so it's um. It's really when you're, and also when you're at home all the time, and I, I'm sure some of you went through this as well. I'd love to hear it uh, in the comments, but it's like you almost start getting even more socially awkward. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you want to go out. So, because what happens is like you, the endurance that you built up to be around people in person kind of just withers away. And so you want to be able to go somewhere and like do that in smaller chunks 
So you're able to interact with people eight hours a day at one point. So, so yeah, stay at that coffee shop, talk to people, start some conversations, meet some new people. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for me, I know I just get excited about talking to people. It's been a year, you know, that I've been able to go to a coffee shop and then like actually have a real conversation with someone I don't know. Um, I'm exactly the same. Like you say, as soon as everything started to open up, Um, being away from the home office, it was, it was like you say, it was a blessing in disguise being able right. to meet up with people and, and socialize because, yeah, I think that's what a lot of us enjoy doing. Um, now, I do know, obviously, there is people who prefer um, to work alone and they get the best out of that situation. And for them, um, like you say, it's just about finding the right balance. But it was definitely um, a blessing when, when everything started to open up again. Um, guys, if you've got any questions um, for our wonderful guest, if you just want to pop them in the comments so we can see questions regarding, yeah, just, just your workplace, anything to do with mental health in the workplace or um, how you can speak and liaise to your employer. And I'll just check the question box while we are here. Yeah, so I'll, one of the questions I just saw there was, um, all my friends are in work, now my workplace is telling me that I have to work from home. So I've lost all my friends and I feel alone. Oh. Do, you, do you have any advice on that? Yeah, see that again, and that's like one of those things where um, there's a couple of things that you can do in the short term. You can meet up with those people. Um, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're in the same town, you could still, you could both, two of you can meet up at a coffee shop, um, you know, and just stay there and work for the day. Um, maybe you can even have a friend over. Um, I know some people that have, that have done that where, you know, they might have like a co-working day um, in their home, but that might be, those are a couple different ways. Um, if this is going to be a permanent thing, like I said um, earlier, you might need to go somewhere else. Like if you can't, you know, if, especially if that's, again, that's social interaction that a lot of us rely on. And if it's something that, again, if you want like more in-person work, then you're probably going to want to find something that's a little bit more in person. But again, I gave you some short-term solutions. Again, mm-hmm. go to coffee shop, meet people in, in wherever you live, and then maybe even set up a co-working space in your home. Yeah, and I really like the idea of what you said about the co-working spaces that, that are available because it's almost like a network of co-working spaces that you can go to, isn't it? You don't have to go to the same one. There could be several within your area. And like you said, a lot of people work better when they're with people and it doesn't have to be people from the same workplace. It's just that 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 conversation, that creativity that can spark from just being around and socialising with people. And so I think that's really good advice. I can see a few more questions have come in. Obvious. So someone said they're in the USA. Um, is it possible for someone to um, demand a mental health day off? Oh, yes. Um, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So if you're in the US, so I think, and I don't know about globally, but you can, um, you can use your sick days for mental health. So I think a lot of people don't realize that sick days, they, they can be used for mental health. Um, some I don't companies, think they realize that either, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some companies will ask for a note and you can, but you can use, yeah, you could definitely, um, 
especially if you're um, suffering from like anxiety disorder, or if you're seeing a therapist or something like that, you could probably get a, a note. Um, but yeah, you can use your, your sick days for, for mental health days. Um, I also like this question. One other thing I'll, I'll bring up again, um, if you're being forced to go back to work, um, try to negotiate with your manager, right? So you can, if you, if you negotiate with your manager, that way you can, you can have some dates like that built in. No, that's really good. Uh, let's have a look at some more questions. There you go. Yeah, I love that. Take a mental health day once a month. Yes. <laughs> no, that's yeah. really. And yeah, I, yeah. I believe so there's some businesses that are actually incorporating that into yeah. the working schedules, some which are, is amazing to see. Some are starting. And if, again, if you work in a place that doesn't do that, you could take a mental, you could take a, a sick day as a mental health day. Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, regarding, obviously, everyone who wants to see more of your work, Latonia, where can they find you on social media? Obviously, you said you've got that amazing book out, which is incredible, by the way. You must be super impressed and proud of all the amazing reviews on the. Where can they grab the book and where can they follow and support um, you on social media? Yeah, yeah. So you can follow me here on social, on Instagram at Latanya Coaching, L-A-T-O-N-Y-A, coaching, all one word. And then um, also um, you could follow me on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Um, probably Instagram is the best place um, or LinkedIn. You could follow me on LinkedIn. And then um, if you want to check out my book, it's uh, leadingbelowthesurface.com. And again, it's a book that um, is also really good for navigating your careers, especially if you want to navigate your careers with uh, mental health in mind and putting that first. So um, great book for that as well. That's fantastic. And how long's that book been out? It's only been out for a month and it's doing great. It's doing, oh, I'm really excited because I think, uh, so there's a lot of stories in the book. Again, it's a, it's a book It also will help you um, think of ways also to belong in your workplace. And so, yeah, it's, and it's, it's been utilized by people like that. And then also a lot of uh, businesses and, and, and leadership to, to kind of change their workplaces for things like this um, mm -hmm. below the surface to, to listen to their employees, to be empathetic, um, to, to also to, um, to practice psychological safety. So it's all those things that this book talks about. Yeah, and everyone, um, we'll put a link um, in the stories uh, so you can grab the book if you want to uh, check out our stories. But obviously, it's on Latonya's uh, platform. Please go ahead and, and give her a follow and support everything she's doing because I think we need to see more business coaches. And I'm just really in awe of the amazing work you're doing. And I, I imagine that you're busier than ever uh, with everyone going back into the workplace and these new routines. Um, I, I don't suppose that you're, you're quiet at the moment, no? Oh yeah, it's been really very busy, um, and it's been uh, it's been nice because I'm I'm doing more stuff in person and I'm traveling and it's see I love that stuff yeah I, I love yeah. being all around the world you know um, but yeah so that's been it. yeah it's been very nice and I do a lot of talks I do a lot of workshops um, do a lot of coaching and so yeah it's just been it's been wonderful and it's been a blessing that that the book has been um, so so um, accepted and, and such such great feedback, as you said, Dean. Yeah, I think because we had a book out as well. It's always nerve-wracking, isn't it, when you first yes. put that book, book out there? Because yeah. you know how much you've put into the book and you know right. 
how right. long it's taken. But and then when you start to see the feedback, I don't think there's any better feeling, is there, to know that yes. your work's making a difference with, with yeah. other people. And that's the big thing, Dean, right? We just we want to make a difference in the world. We want to help people. And that's all I cared about is that it, yeah. it changes workplaces for good. Um, because I, I mean, and for real, because I'm t- like all the stuff we're talking about today, I want it to change for real. Like we should not have to be, this should not be a novel conversation. Right? This should be the norm. Yeah, this should yeah. be the norm. And, and so people should belong no matter what's going on, whether you have an anxiety, anxiety disorder, whether you, you have some mental health issue, like all those things. Um, you know, if you're diff- whether you're different from someone else, like all those things should be accepted in the workplace and you deserve to belong. Can I just ask just before you go, firstly, the question here, which is for a mental day off. So if you just answer it from the U.S., uh, do they need a notice from a psychiatrist? Oh, no, no, no. Again, if you have if, if you're able to take a sick day, you can easily do that. So I, I strongly encourage that. Fantastic. And also, um, how long have you been doing the, the business coaching for? Yeah, so I started um, coaching like as my business probably uh, three years ago. And then mm-hmm. it's kind of evolved. Um, I first started off with doing some career coaching and then it evolved into doing business coaching with entrepreneurs. And now I do most of my coaching um, in-house corporate. I do some individuals. But I would say like 80% of the coaching that I do are is, is corporations and then 20% is, is probably individuals. So that's not, not to say it's out of the question, but yeah. um, I don't take as many individual clients as I used to. Because like what you said, Dean, it's like very busy right now. So yeah. Um, yeah. And just to leave on a positive note, in them three years, what positive actions have you seen um, from, from the workplace? Um, that, that helps mental health, um, yeah, from when you first started to yeah. now? Yeah, so um, this is a really good question, and I'm going to give you a little background. So um, in my book, so I, I talk a lot about my previous career, and I was, I worked in HR. So I worked, right. I worked in HR and talent, and so I was the person that, that actually pushed you out if you weren't you know, if you didn't come to work or if you took too many sick days or all mm-hmm. those things. And I got really sick of that. You know, I got sick of people, again, not feeling like they could belong, not feeling like they could bring them, their entire selves to work, not feeling like they could talk about mental health kind of related stuff at work. And so um, that's when I started doing a lot of the, the coaching to create cultures of belonging, um, doing that with executive teams, leadership teams. Um, that's when I also wrote the book. I started writing the book. Uh, put it out there. And the big change that I'm seeing, Dean, is, um, and this is going to be a groundbreaking thing, more empathy for each other. And I know it sounds like nothing, but it's just huge. It's huge. It's like, we all want to just fix each other, right? Like, if someone comes to you, like, I want you to all imagine you're going to your boss with an issue, right? They probably try to fix it, but they don't know how to empathetically listen. Um, and just kind of get there with you, get in that muck with you. And that's what I've seen is mm. a lot of leaders, they are recognizing that they are trying to fix everything and they don't need to fix things. Like your employee may just need to come to you and talk about something and you might just need to empathize with them so you can understand their perspective and change. And so that's the biggest one. I think that's the most accessible one. I talk about empathy being very accessible in my book. And so that's usually where I start with 
with my clients. Yeah, and we hear that a lot in the community, especially people who maybe have partners or they're speaking to the parents to do with anxiety. And I think like you just mentioned, it's human nature, isn't it, to try and fix these problems. Um, yeah. But having the empathy, um, especially when someone's dealing with mental health, is, is so empowering, is so important. So for you to see them changes is amazing to, to hear, to be honest. And do you think that's because of everything that we've been through, like as, as a world, really? Or what do you think the reason that we're starting to see more empathy in the workplace is? Yeah, I think that um, a lot of people have been through things they've never been through before. I think that's one reason. Um, I don't know anyone that doesn't know someone that's died of COVID, unfortunately. Um, everyone had either immediate family, friends of friends, um, and COVID is unexpected, an unexpected death, right? And so I think people dealing with death for the first time, or even someone being really sick for the first time. I think second, Dean, honestly, and I hate to say this, but I think organizations have tried everything else and so they're finally like wow maybe there's there's some power here in empathy maybe i just need to listen because i've tried to fix things and it doesn't work and so it's like taking a step back and slowing down is becoming okay now because mm -hmm. we had to do it last year and um so i think some of the norms are slowly changing again i think business has been kind of like hard charge, let's figure out the solutions, we got to move. But I think a lot of companies forcibly had to like, take a step back last year and figure out what they were going to do. And they, they through listening, and through empathy, that's how they found their way forward. And so that's why I think they're more accepting of it now. Someone's just, but I think workplace training is, is key too, um, which I definitely agree with. Um, I guess um, a lot of, especially when you speak into to the management and things, I guess, uh, does psychoeducation come into play at all? Yeah, education. Yeah, I do a lot of uh, different workshops and those workshops focus a lot of, on a lot of the concepts in my book. Um, again, there's a three prongs, what I call real leadership relatable, equitable, aware, and loyal leaders. Um, so I focus on that. I focus on empathetic listening. We practice that. We practice what that looks like. We do that in the sessions, in these trainings. And the third is psychological safety. Many of you are prob probably know, have heard about psychological safety, but you don't really know exactly what it is. High level, it means that you could bring yourself to work um, without any repercussions, or you can make mistakes without any repercussions or punishment. And so I... In those workshops, I help leaders kind of figure out how to create psychologically safe environments in the workplace. For all of you that are asking questions about, about, hey, can I call in for a mental health day? What does that look like? Do I have to do this? If you have psychological safety, you're not even worried about that. That's what psychological safety is. You can go in and you can say, my gosh, I need, I need a mental health week. I am exhausted. If you are psychologically safe, you will be full comfortable saying that and your manager would not hold that against you. That's what that looks like, and those are the three things I focus on in the workshops. That's wonderful. And have you seen like real changes from people who, or uh, employees who, who wouldn't have that um, like for their employees, but now they, they use that in, in the day-to-day, -day, so they, they, give, they give that psychological safety to their employees. And how were you able to change the mindset uh, of of that being on board for them? 
Yeah, so I, I think what you're asking is how do, how do we change the mindset so people are even open to these concepts? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah I mean, it's uh, honestly, people don't, they don't come to me unless they're ready. And it's right. because a lot of what I do is uncomfortable. Um, I make people get into their emotions and their feelings. Um, I make people get real with people. I make them sit in human muck. Um, if you look at change and change curves that are out there, you have to be in the pit before you can really change. And so a lot of times, again, it's like people are kind of to the point where they're like, you know, we've tried a lot of different things, but it's not really making a real change. And so mm-hmm. how do I do that? And so then they become open to it. And so that's, that's what it looks like. So when you're getting your clients to come into you, you're not actively going to them and saying, hey, do you need a business coach who can implement and, and help with these things? You're getting clients come to you and saying, hey, we've tried everything. It didn't work. Yeah. We now want to try something new. Yeah, I'm getting, so that's a good question. Usually it's like a few different ways. One is number one way, as you know, Dean, is referrals. So I get mm-hmm. a lot of referrals. So I get a lot of, which is great because these are the people that have done this work. And so they'll refer like, you know, a CEO or for another CEO, a CEO, you know, and they all talk to each other. So that helps a lot. Sometimes I'll get people that have read the book and they really like the concepts in the book, um, but they're a little afraid to do it. And yeah. so we'll talk about that. So that's the second way. The third way is that like we tried everything, um, you know, our employees are, are unionizing um, or we can't keep. We can't keep people. We can't keep people who are different from us. What do we do? We want to do more than just training. We want to do more than just performative stuff. Like we want to do more. We want to, we want to really change our culture. We want to get to the core. And that's the third way people come to me is that they're ready to get to the core of their organization. That's fantastic. I think that's a, a wonderful place to leave it. Like I said, everyone, I will pop the book uh, and all the links uh, in the stories if you don't follow Latonia, make sure you do to see everything that, that you're doing. And have you got any projects you're working on at the moment? I know you said you just released the book, which was obviously yeah. a big project for you. But is there anything that you're working on or are you just like you say you're working with referrals now? Yeah, so I, I'm working on um, a lot of different uh, keynotes. I have, a, I'm, I have a lot of different talks coming up at business schools. Uh, around the world so that's been really fun so I'm, I'm kind of working on like kind of preparing for that and thinking about again the leaders of the future especially leaders at business schools and how they can benefit from reading uh, below the surface which is the name of my book and so a lot of thoughts around that I'm also working on a, a course um, so I again a lot of people the book has gotten a really amazing reception and I want to have different places where people can access some of these concepts. As we've been talking about, Dean, I work a lot with leadership and executive, but the concepts in my book, like I said, are also really, really useful uh, for career development. So I'm, I'm working on developing courses so people like you that are listening today can access these concepts as well and take them to your work environment and, and make them um, very productive there as well. Uh, yeah, that's really exciting as well. And I imagine you could even have um, different courses. So for ones for the employees, one, f- mm-hmm. sorry, one for the um, 
for the managers and one for for the uh, for the owner such uh, i can imagine you could do so much with the course yes, there's so much so, yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah so i'm working on it and it's it's fun it's exciting um i won't start i refuse to start a second book until uh 2023 but dean are you going to be doing a second book i'd love to know um well so the, the <laughs> our last book was out in march um the psychotherapist that I work with, uh, Joshua Fletcher, he has got a new book coming out under the DLC brand, The Library, very shortly, and that's Untangle Your Intrusive Thoughts, which is, it's going to be, a, yeah, it's going to be a really good book, and I know it's going to resonate a lot with the community, but Sonia, thank you so much uh, for spending the time with the community, just letting people get to know you, get to know everything that you do, and yeah, um, stay in touch, and We'll make sure that we share uh, your amazing work that you're doing. Yeah, thank you, Dean. It was fun. Thanks, everybody. Keep up the good work. Just remember, you don't have to stay at your job if you don't like it. You'll find something new. And yeah, just have faith in that. And great to see you all tonight. Fantastic. Thank you, Latonya. Enjoy the rest of your day, yeah. Okay, you too. All right. Take care. You've been listening to DLC Live. Be sure to follow Dean on Instagram at DLC Anxiety. Check our website at dlcanxiety.com and grab yourself a copy of our latest book, Untangle Your Anxiety, on Amazon today. See you next time.